everybody, welcome back to Lords of Order, a DC Doctor Fate fan podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore, and we have episode 24 ready to go for you this evening. As I hope it doesn't come across too badly, I'm sitting watching the Super Bowl also, by the way. I just have it muted. If you want to send feedback about the Super Bowl, per se, no, don't send feedback about the Super Bowl. Send it about the podcast. You can send it to the Dr. Fate Fan Podcast at gmail.com. BigTimeNoise.com slash Dr. Fate is a website where you can leave comments. Or more comment space is available at the Lords of Order page on Google Plus or Facebook. Now, the book today that I'm going to give my very jaded and opinionated thoughts on is Earth 2, Issue 21, cover dated May 2014, written by Tom Taylor, penciled by Nicholas Scott, inked by Trevor Scott, colored by Pete Patezis, entitled The Kryptonian Part 1. Now, that's what it says on the inside. On the outside, it says Shattered Fate, although he has less than nothing to do with the story inside. So, on the Dr. Fate podcast, we're talking about a comic book that basically Dr. Fate showed up in, and that's it. Uh, but, again, I said it a couple episodes ago, it's the best we can do, it's it's all we have right now. We start off at Moscow, which we see is the final command post left of the world army as Superman has systematically been going around the globe destroying them all. This is his last stop on his whirlwind I hate you earth tour. The world army is trying to evacuate the last of their peoples and interestingly enough only their people from what I can gather. Uh, Sandman has opened a portal to the last refuge and we will find out where that is a little later in the story. Pretty cool place. Meanwhile, the Atom has said to keep the portal open as long as you can to get as many people through it as you can. I will hold off Superman. And he goes all giant size here, which is uh, the Atom's power in Earth 2, the New 52 Earth 2. Not to be confused with the Justice Society of America's Atom. Uh, who we'll eventually talk about when we talk about the old books, who didn't have growing powers at all. So, as Superman approaches, he he fists up, Adam does, and, and throws a massive, mighty, giant punch, which Superman catches his arm, and using his heat vision, severs, severs his arm off at the shoulder. <laughs> and then... If that's not bad enough, his arm, the Adam's arm, plummets to the ground. Superman quickly scoops it up and beats Adam with the bloody stump, knocking him out. That's pretty funny. Uh, Sandman, seeing all this happen, not wanting Superman, uh, Bizarro, I think as he's going to be called, to get through to the last refuge, he terminates the portal and is just left there standing dazed at what just happened to uh, Adam. Superman flies off, by the way. His work here is done as he dusts off his super tunic. At the Bat Cave, uh, we see that Jimmy Olsen has been monitoring all the news feeds that are available to him, being 
uh, having a photographic memory, you know, he would be able to to keep up with all this stuff, but also process it and infer from it and, you know, whatever else, like a human computer, basically, even though they have computers still, but Jimmy's a human one. So there, he, he's doing that, and let's see what all is going on here. Hot Girl is talking to Khalid, Dr. Fate, who is still Bonkerville. Red Tornado is still trying to comfort uh, Cal. Batman, Major Sato, and Connor Hawk, a.k.a. Red Arrow, are all discussing the fact that... And, and they are, they're each taking different positions. They're discussing the fact that all of this this being Superman, is going on outside their doors, and they are not doing anything to participate or even engage. Connor Hawk desperately wants to do something. Batman tells him, by all means, take your bow and arrow and go out there and fight Superman. I'm not keeping you here. Sato uh, is wanting to, you know, form a plan, see who else is out there, get together. She also is wanting to do something, but a little bit more strategically than, say, Red Arrow is. Batman, meanwhile, is saying, dog, look, I I got a plan. Okay, it's cool. And Sato asks him, she says, you know, I know you're not the Batman, so if you do have a plan, why don't you let us all in on it? Jimmy Olsen interrupts and um, makes a joke about how humans look because they're arguing in front of the Kryptonian, uh, referring to Cal. Whatever, I didn't find it very funny. I don't really know why it's in there. Um, Red Tornado backs him up and says, you know, look, you guys are just talking, you know, crap. You're not doing anything. If you're going to do something, we need to do something. And Batman comes out with basically what his plan is. And his plan is he wants to sit cow on Bizarro Superman. Well, Red Tornado tells him, well, that's that's good. And it could work, except Cal hasn't even said that he wants to help us. So, I, you know, I don't know what your plans are, but... He hasn't said yes to anything. So Batman turns to Sato and says, you know, I know that as these attacks have been happening, the World Army has been evacuating people to somewhere. Where? And so he's uh, coaxing, forcing her to tell where the last refuge is, which we cut to. And it turns out to be Amazonia. And the reason that it's the perfect last refuge is because it is magically hidden from any other method of, uh, of of knowing. No one can see it. No one knows where it is or, or anything uh, as part of the Amazonian magic. So we see that uh, Wesley Dodds, uh, Sandman, and Commander Khan, the head dude of the World Army, are here discussing the evacuation process. And we find out that approximately 100,000 soldiers were saved, which sounds like a pretty good idea. But Khan becomes very, very distraught because under his leadership, his 10 million people have been reduced to 100,000. What is that? A tenth of a percent? A hundredth? I'm, I'm working here. A thousandth of a percent? And it's a minute number. And and as he said, it's it's under his... Uh, leadership, his command, so he, he takes responsibility for this. One of his, uh, one of Khan's underlings runs in and says that uh, 
word has gotten out that the world government has locked their communications network to where this remnant of the army cannot contact them because they have initiated Project Beyond. And as soon as he hears that, Khan tells his people to contact Atlantis. Wesley Dodds asks, well, what does that mean? And he says it means that the government can go to hell. What Project Beyond is, is a secret project that was funded and set up previously at the end of the first Apocalyptian War, which we see here was only five years ago, to gather up the brightest and the best of humanity, get them all together in a giant space arc, and shoot that ship off into space, leaving everybody else on the planet who... Uh, could not make it, could not afford, could not get to the space arc. So we cut to the space arc. We see the people loading, 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 panel after panel. And then suddenly the announcement is made that the space arc is getting ready for takeoff. And so the door shut midstream. People suddenly are panicking because they're not going to get on. And lo and behold, the space arc fires up in this huge chamber with still these probably hundreds of thousands of people wanting to get onto the ship. And it just fries them as it launches and jets off into space. Um, Kind of funny to me because I envision that as being very much the way that people with power and money would handle it. I, I That's sad to say, but I very much see that that... First of all, you could not maintain it as an orderly project at all once word got out that it was activated. And then when it got down to it, those that were in the ship, I have no doubt would say, I don't care what it takes, save my ass, the rest can burn. And that's very literally what happened, and that's what they're showing you here. So the space arc uh, jets off into space with Superman um, around destroying the earth i'm not even remotely sure how they thought this would work with superman now i perhaps with other things going on it could have worked but superman okay i mean that's all you have to say but superman because he realizes the rocket ship is taking off and he goes he grabs it and he rips it open so that everybody on the ship can now rain back down to earth which is what he feels where they belong Um, And we have several panels detailing all that, almost exactly as I said it. We cut to Atlantis, where we see Khan speaking to the governor of Atlantis. His name is Alarak. And then mid-conversation, because Khan is not letting up, because he's not getting from Alarak what he wants, Queen Morella cuts in. She, I guess, initially didn't want Khan to know that she was there. So now he knows, and it's unfortunate because he was in charge of the organization when it uh, captured her and imprisoned her underneath Arkham. He says it was his predecessor. She associates him with being imprisoned. So, I mean, does it really matter who actually did it? That's what she thinks, and he's trying to talk to her, so that's what he's having to overcome. Conversation isn't really getting anywhere, and Jimmy Olsen cuts in. And 
he um, has just a quick conversation with Morella, stating that you know, hey, we know each other. We we go way back here. It's cool. We did time together. Ah ha 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 ha. Little joke there. Um. So basically, what that was was that was Batman wanting to get into the uh, be able to contact the World Army uh, wherever they were, and he says that uh, he has a plan, and that's basically where things cut off. We cut to uh, Defile, who has taken over the minds of the Terry Sloans to get them to build a giant boob tube boob tube? Excuse me. Boom tube that will take our Earth and shunt it to the um, location in space that Apocalypse is located. So rather than bringing Apocalypse to Earth, they are wanting to transport the Earth to where Apocalypse is. Uh, rather than transporting Dark Side to Earth, the ruler of Apocalypse, rather. So we see a little banter here between the Terry Sloans that, uh, yeah, I can do it, of course I can do it. The white Terry Sloan is mu- much more cocky than the black Terry Sloan. And they, the Sloans, are put under the direction of Mr. Miracle by Defile. I believe this is the first appearance of Mr. Miracle in the DC New 52. And he is, uh, he's, he's very haughty, uh, very um, condescending, but we also find out rather quickly that Defile is controlling him as well. I'm not sure why, but... And then Defile notices that the white Terry Sloan is acting, you know, kind of oddly, uh, m- mentally, And he starts digging and pushing things aside, and he finds out, oh, well, you've got a hidden Kryptonian. And he tells Superman that as Superman is uh, flying around with the space arc ripped open, kind of shaking everybody out as he goes, basically is what he's doing, (laughs) leaving a trail of people in the atmosphere. And uh, so Defile tells Superman that there's a second Kryptonian hidden on Earth, and that's where the story ends. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, this Superman is, uh, uh, you could, almost demonic, you could say. Whereas the Superman wannabe is a pacifist. And I'm not sure how you're going to get him to fight. Even though, theoretically, he will be as strong as this Superman uh if this Superman has his full complement of Kryptonian exposed to our sun kind of powers, which we don't know for sure yet. We just know that he has enough power to do all these incredible things compared to much more regular people. So we'll see in the upcoming issues if the uh, Val has the powers to defeat this pseudo-Cal Next issue, next episode, which will be the anniversary episode, episode 25, we will be talking about more fun comics, issue 62. I'm sure another six-pager or eight-pager, so get ready for a quick uh, 11-minute or so podcast. But it will be there in about two weeks. 
and I will talk to you guys then. Ciao. Lords of Order is a Teal production, and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative 3.0 unported license.